0: Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 68, Slacker Boob. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, my friend. How are you? How is your day going? My day has been pretty great so far. I had my home visit with my midwives to kind of check out my birthing space and set up with the birthing tub. Here at my house, and a little stash of supplies, and make sure that we're ready to go and we have all the right numbers saved on who to call when I'm going into labor and all the things. And it's starting to feel a little bit more real that. I will be having a baby soon. I may, who even knows, I may even be on maternity leave by the time you are listening to this podcast episode. I do not know. Um, For now, I am currently 36 weeks, and I'm starting to feel like I could go into labor at any time. Starting to see those early labor signs, And it's so funny, I remember when I taught childbirthing classes, I remember teaching that, you know, one early labor sign is um, diarrhea. And um, of course, that could happen days, even weeks before you go into labor. But I remember always telling my classes, listen, it's going to be the best diarrhea of your life. It's going to mean that your baby's coming soon. (laughs) And now I keep thinking about that. As I'm going through my own GI distress as I'm getting closer to having this baby, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I mean, it's still not that fun, but <laughs> I guess I'll take it if it means that I'm getting closer. So um, so there you have it. I am excited to teach you today about slacker boobs. <laughs> this is always a common question. And I realized the other day after someone slid into my DMs and asked me this, I was like, you know what? I don't have anything saved on Slacker Boobs. I don't have a highlight bubble on my Instagram. I don't have a podcast episode. So I'm adding it in. I'm totally going to do a podcast episode on Slacker Boobs. So thank you to the mama who suggested this topic. And of course, any of you are welcome to suggest any topic. Um, It makes my life easier because then I don't have to think of, oh, what does my audience want to hear about? You guys just tell me what you want to hear. And then I put together a podcast episode on it. And then it's the things that you want to learn about. (laughs) It's great. It's a win-win for us all. So So there you have it. Um, This is going to be a fun episode. I'll give you my top three tips on how to work through slacker boobs. Because I think we all have had them an uneven milk supply. Um, But first of all, before I jump into that, I want to tell you that I am planning to leave some of my products on my website open that are a bit more automated while I'm gone on maternity leave. So for example, um, my postpartum planner, that's a simple ebook that you download and it has a checklist of things that you can do to help prepare before you go in to deliver at the hospital and make your postpartum period a little bit more smooth, help you think through some things that you may not have considered otherwise. Because I don't know about you, but with my first baby, I got so caught up on setting up the nursery, right? Like, is the crib set up? Is everything painted? Or do we have our diapers all ready to go and our hospital bag packed? And, and do we have, you know, a baby swing and all the baby gadgets and all the things? And I really didn't plan a whole lot for, um, you know, let's say things like, what about meals after we deliver this baby? In fact, this time around, I just paid for a service where they come drop off a whole slew. I think it was like 10 meals. I can't really remember, honestly, of freeze dried meals that I can just throw in the Instapot or the crock pot after this baby is born. And we have those all stocked up in our freezer now. And, That is more of a priority to me this time around with a fourth baby than having a crib set up. In fact, I don't even think we are going to set up a crib this time around. I'm not even planning on it. So it's kind of funny how your priorities shift a little bit and you think more about how you can make your life easier and, and support yourself after having a baby. Um, Instead of just focusing on all of the little baby gadgets. So that's a really fun one on my website. Um, I also plan to keep my pre-recorded workshops open. And as of right now, as of this recording, I have a Latch 101 and a More Milk workshop. Those I taught earlier this year in January. And it basically is everything that you would learn in a hospital breastfeeding class. I put everything you want to know and more in there. Both of those workshops combined are about three hours long total. And I teach everything from latch and positioning to how to have a rockin' milk supply from the very beginning. And um, what's nice is you can watch it from the comfort of your own home in your jammies. You don't even have to leave your home. And... I really help um, prepare you to start off breastfeeding on your absolute best foot forward. I also have plans to upload a baby gas and baby biters workshop that I recently taught with my friend Allegra from Aloha Nutrition. Those workshops went really great. Um, The information that we taught... was just so good. Um, We talked about baby gas and constipation, the science behind it all. I taught massage strokes, teaching you how to work through that gas and constipation on your baby. Um, The baby biters, we went into teething and um, how to not have your baby bite you. And of course, I also taught loads of baby massage. So I'm working on getting that uploaded to my website. In case you missed it, you can purchase the pre-recorded version, just like with my other workshops. And then of course, last I have my um baby massage online course that's all automated. Um And as soon as you buy any of those that I just talked about, they get sent to you minutes within purchase. I don't have to do anything super easy. So those are all going to stay open while I'm gone on maternity leave. But there's a couple other things that I'm going to have to close down because I'm going to be taking care of myself and my baby. And I won't be able to offer these other products that require some of my time, my one-on-one focus, my personalized touch. What those are would be my personalized pumping plans on my website and also my lactation consults, both in person and telehealth. Um, Those I will be shutting the cart down, taking a little break. So if you are listening to this podcast and I have not gone on maternity leave yet, you've been waiting to either do a consult with me or get a personalized pumping plan get it sooner than later. I'm not sure how long my maternity leave is gonna last i I honestly don't know. it's I've never owned my own business before with taking maternity leave with my first I needed the full twelve weeks and I was barely like hobbling back into work at twelve weeks. by the time I got to my third, I went back to teaching short classes at six weeks. so I don't really know what it's gonna look like to be honest um. So basically, if you want to book something with me, get on my website, breezybabies.com, and order that sooner than later before I um, go on maternity leave. And hey, if you haven't checked yet, did you already check on the link here in the show notes to see if your insurance covers up to six free consults with me? That's through Lactation Network. If not, why not? It's totally free and easy to do to just check with your insurance. And then if you get the approved email, it totally makes my day and your day because you are 100% covered by your insurance for at least six consults with me in person or telehealth. It used to be three, but after October 1st, 2021, now you get at least six consults covered and that always just makes my day because I wish that insurance paid for everything (laughs) lactation related, but they don't always. So there you have it. I can't wait to work with all of you, whether it's before my maternity leave or after my maternity leave. In the meantime, you will still have my podcast here to listen into all the good stuff, but let's jump in and talk about slacker boobs. That's what you came here for today. Um, so my first thing that I want to talk to you about today is, um, answer this question. Do you have a mighty righty or a lofty lefty? (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Like which breast is just like your milk maker? Like, you know, you can count on that one. Um, that breast just seems to make more breast milk. Chances are you have one that makes more than the other. Well, um, let's talk about why this happens. First off, your breasts will never 100% make the same exact amount of breast milk. Okay. It's not going to work because you have different amounts of milk ducts and pore openings between your two breasts. Yes, the two breasts on your chest have not been made exactly equal. I like to think of it like this. Your breasts are sisters, sometimes even long-lost cousins twice removed. (laughs) They are not twins. They can never be twins. One will always seem to make a little more than the other. And ideally, it won't be too noticeable. Okay, It shouldn't be a huge difference. Difference between your two breasts, but just know that they will never be a hundred percent identical in how much breast milk they make, and that's okay. All right, so let's move on to tip number two, and that is increase stimulation. Of course, I have to say this, you knew you knew it, right? I don't want to oversimplify, um, but how does one increase milk production, even if it's just to one breast? Increase stimulation. Remove more milk. The more milk you remove, the more milk your body will make. That's just how bodies are designed to work. So what does that mean? It could mean pumping on the slacker side after every feed for a few days. It could mean power pumping for three days just on the slacker boob. It could mean starting feeds on the slacker boob because that's when your baby is most hungry and has the strongest suck and is most likely to remove the most amount of milk. You could do any of those things. Whatever sounds like the best fit for you and your lifestyle and all those things. Of course, yes, you could go find a supplement, right? Um, These are called galactagogues in the lactation world. And you could take a supplement. But the thing is, there's no supplement that has been proven to work for everyone. Um, for example, Moringa could work really well for one family to increase their supply, and it could do nothing for another family. By the way, I usually, in fact, I never recommend fenugreek as a first supplement to try, even though that is the most well-known, the most popular, the most <clears throat> passed around name in the supplement world. That's never my first one that I reach for or that I suggest to my clients. Um, but do you know what has been proven to work for every single family that I've worked with? More stimulation. The more milk that you remove from your breast, the more milk that you will make. Simple as that. Okay. So that is always going to be my first suggestion for you. Tip number three is consider the root cause. So this is really important because if your breasts are very unaligned, like I'm talking, you make twice the amount of milk in one breast as compared to the other. And you may not know this until maybe you pump or maybe it gets to the point where your baby will only breastfeed on one breast and the other side is hardly making any milk anymore. Okay. So when I hear things like this, I always consider that maybe your baby has an alignment issue. Okay, so this means that when they're laying on the ground, maybe your baby's body kind of looks like a hook. Shape kind of hooks off to the one side, or maybe when your baby is sitting in the car seat, um, their head is always cocked to one side, or they always prefer to look to one side when you're changing diapers. Okay. If you're seeing things like this, some body work is going to be so important for you. Things like, um, people like a chiropractor, a physical therapist, a craniosacral therapist, Those body workers can do wonders for your baby, especially if you have a serious issue with slacker boob. Um, The birth process is rough. It's especially rough if your baby wasn't in an ideal position while you labored or pushed. Um, Your baby had an especially rough delivery if you needed forceps or a vacuum during delivery, even if an unexpected C-section happened, or maybe a shoulder got stuck, or you pushed extra long, or your baby was born really quick. The list could go on and on, and chances are something like this happened during your delivery too. That stress on a tiny body can easily lead to problems with alignment. And guess what? The entire body is connected. If your baby is out of alignment, that can cause troubles with breastfeeding. If your baby really prefers one breast over the other, again, I always consider alignment issues. Is one side of the body tighter than the other? Um, Does your baby prefer to look one way? Like they always like to look to the right and they don't like to look to the left at all. Does your baby always look to the right when you change her diaper? Does your baby's body hook when you lay her down? Again, these are all things that you would watch for, especially if your baby is just refusing to latch onto one breast, but they really prefer the other one. (laughs) And all of these things are going to make it really difficult to breastfeed on one breast. What happens when one breast is getting stimulated more than the other? more milk is removed, milk production goes up. We learned that in tip number two, right? So babies like this, I would really consider, I would really suggest working with an IBCLC and we can help you with some some um, basic techniques to help your baby to latch on to the other side. We can help you with some tips and tricks with positioning. Of course, I love to teach things like baby massage, but sometimes you and your baby are going to need more help than that. Okay, this is when an IBCLC can help refer you to a healthcare provider who does some sort of body work. That's going to be really important to help release tension in the body and good news. Next week's podcast episode is actually all about body work and osteopathic care for young babies. I actually have a guest who is going to be um, sharing with you her top three tips for body work on babies. And she used to own an osteopathic clinic in France and now works here in the United States. She is the real expert in this area. I do not do body work on babies. I refer babies out who are having trouble with breastfeeding or, again, if moms are having real trouble with their baby latching on to one side, they're becoming very uneven in their milk supply. I refer out often to body workers. They are such an important piece of the lactation team, even though they may not be specifically working with latch and positioning, they help out breastfeeding families so much. So make sure you listen in to next week's episode as we really dive deep into body work and you can listen in and maybe when you do, you'll think, oh my gosh, I think that my baby could benefit from some body work as well. Um, So to make sure you don't miss it, follow my show, Breezy Babies, on wherever you're listening to this podcast so that the episode will automatically download so you don't miss it. And to review, tip number one was, do you have a mighty righty or a lofty lefty? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Tip number two was increased stimulation. And tip number three was consider the root cause. So there you have it. That's a quick one for you today. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. Come back next week to hear more about body work. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have a good one.